Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlypoof, and this is level 224. Joining me tonight is Big L. Hello, hello. Hola. Kush Moose. Hoi, hoi. <laughs> and a very special patron, we have Wild West 08. Hello. Y'all doing tonight? We're going to be talking all things farm together and simulation games. That's why we have Nate here with oh, us uh, as well. Yes. Oh, there's That's a lot of pigs. For. There's a lot of pigs in farm together. You mean I tried to automated say that the last simulation, time I was right? Here, is that we could just all talk about management games and for the next hour. See, I'm not seeing a problem with this. Hmm. Weird. My Xbox just booted up. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> And it's <laughs> and then, um, what happened when the pig told a joke? <laughs> now it's what do you call a pig that tells a joke? <laughs> we, we tell a, what do you call a pig that's a comedian or something like that? Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, stay tuned till the end of the episode and see if we remember to answer that. All right, if you know the answer, <laughs> we won't. There's no send a message. Won't. And Wild Not West, someone writes on the dock. Wild West will send you a code. There you go, for eight dollars or cents. So I have the real question for everyone. Oh, oh! It has been a week since Halloween. How much candy is everybody eating? Too much. because <sighs> I know you all have kids. Right. The main reason I have kids is for them to go out and collect candy on Halloween. All right. Well, I got a bone to pick with the people giving out candy in my area not enough fentanyl jesus <laughs> <laughs> well i can't top that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah remember those um bracelets and you would chew off uh oh yeah 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 candy candy, candy bracelets, uh, bracelets yeah. Are, yeah those are now yeah. those that's where the fentanyl is now Oh, you gotta be careful. Yes, gotta be careful. Did not know that. Okay, well, Uh, but I was gonna say that's why my teens wanted all of those. I was gonna say I would say we got uh, I don't know maybe like five hundred plus pieces of candy. I would say about half of them comprise of either a Reese's peanut butter cup, yeah, uh, a Kit Kat, or a Snickers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. There's just not enough variety. Well, it's just not enough variety. It's still quality though. That's and I would say also, and I would say about ninety five percent of the candy was chocolate. I want nerds. I want um smarties. I want I want you want the candy. sugar. Yeah. yeah. Some well, of that stuff. Okay. And the best part is is like when you're got kids, you just say, No, no, we, uh, daddy likes I mean, you like this candy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna think I'm weird for this, but I'm not really a big caramel fan, so Oh yeah, me neither. I'm not into that stuff. About Everyone else is. Um, I, that's much better. Okay. <laughs> and caramel is my all-time favorite. We only got. Here's my gripe with with. Uh, thanks for bringing this up. I've not oh, been welcome. able to express my frustrations. Uh, we Let's only got it. one one hundred grand. Oh. And it was fun sized. Oh, yeah, that's kind of becoming an old school candy now. I yeah, love that's that. definitely an old school candy. It's, no, stop. Really? My dad likes hundred grands. And there was uh, no butterfingers. Either. 
They're so good. You know, people just go, they go to Costco or they go to the supermarket and they just buy the big bag. Yeah. They're not buying 100% good stuff. They're just grabbing the big bag. Yeah. And, and you like, know, ah, what, you know what else done. there was a lack of, you know, those little what? ones that you get the Hershey's and crackle and crunch. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. None of that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that. Stuff. They don't have those anymore. I just had no. one today. I, yeah, wanted, I didn't really get any of those. No, I want like those nuggets, the Hershey's and almonds. Oh, those. yeah. Those are good. Yeah. I got like none of that stuff. I mean, the kids got none of this. <laughs> yeah, my daughter got one Mr. Good bar, and that was one of those small little ones like you were talking about, and that was it. It was like a leftover from like two yep. years ago. <laughs> it's like somehow it was stuck in the bowl. Oh, honey, we don't got to go oh, shopping. Man. I found it <laughs> from three years ago. <laughs> it's like half melted. <laughs> if there were any Mr. Good bars in the bag, Brooke would have done snatched them up. They're her favorite. <laughs> Mr. Good bar. Yeah, naturally think about that. I did get mostly chocolate. I didn't really get a lot of like sweet stuff. I don't think I got any nerds now that <laughs> come to think of it. Not that I got that much candy. And it also made me well, think about commercials. Did I talk about this last week? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I said to my son, I said, What would you do for a Kit Kat bar? And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, This is the kind of stuff we, we grew up with, where like all these Candy. For a Kit Kat bar? You, you never heard that? That's a Klondike. No, it's a Klondike bar. Oh, no, shit. I've, I've heard no, what you do for a Klondike bar. I yeah. messed that up. Wait. It's, uh, what is what's the, the Kit Kat one? <laughs> I had it right the you first time. You can edit that out, right? No, you don't edit I that out. I can edit that out. <laughs> don't edit it out. Oh, no. I'm not going to. I make mistakes. It happens. Isn't Klondike's from um, the 50s, too? Wait. When you're I mean, that's why your son never heard of it. No. <laughs> there was a Kit Kat one, and I, I had it right. Give me a break. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, give me a break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. That's exactly what I meant mm-hmm. to say. That's what I said. Frisky feast. I'm sitting here trying to explain to my daughter the left Twix, right Twix meme. Oh, oh yeah. yes. What is that? I asked <laughs> about that. I assume they're the same, but there's just. It's, it's just a joke, yeah. right? They say, oh, this is the left Twix factory, and this is the right Twix factory. The right is much better, though. I don't know. They, they, tell you what, they're not, not worth today. the meme. The right is not better today. Pride one is not maybe. worth the joke. All right, never mind. Um, yeah, candy. Now we look forward to the best holiday of the year, Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah, for some we have food, sandwich, right? food, food, family, oh. and football. The moist yes, maker. No presents. It's wow. No Wallace is right. What? It's time to go to Wawa and get a gobbler. What the <laughs> heck is that? Oh, it's it's behind the Wawa. Uh, uh, yeah, they, in the back alley. Is that with the guzzlers? <laughs> I'm sorry, with the guzzlers, the sheets guzzlers, and the wawa gobblers. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I haven't had a guzzler in a long time. What are we talking about? Oh. Achievements, max um, pain games, <laughs> convenience stores. Ah. Are the wait, are, so that's uh, what they call it nowadays. Are the gobblers out now? I don't know. Wait, there's okay. guzzlers really and gobblers? I've been Willy listening Wonka? to some old podcasts, and I, hear, I remember you guys talking about it last year around Thanksgiving time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you could tell us word for word what we talked about last year, and we would have no clue. <laughs> you For real, though. So we'll just repeat ourselves, and it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll just repeat ourselves, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Is that uh, internet still working? People in the back. One more time. <laughs> All right, no, I can feel Michelle yelling yes, at us. Michelle, the hatred from Michelle. I, yes, I can feel her yelling us, yelling at us, saying there's too much food talk to move on. I can feel so. the stare. Yes, yes, but when you see this question, you'll understand why. It's horrible. 
Oh, Wild West did it. It was I a good know. question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The question for this week <laughs> says, while well, uh, with EA entering a partnership with Marvel for three superhero games, which character and genre would you like to see? It can be DC or Marvel. But wait, there's more. We've asked this question before, sort of. So, what existing game or or series sequel and genre would you like to see? Let's kick it to L first. All right, we're gonna go with the man of the hour, the Dino Man of the hour. Dino Man eighty seven says, "I'd like a good Fantastic Four game." Really? Oh yeah. What would you do for a good Fantastic Four game? I mean, I'm gonna that sort of works. I, I mean, if it doesn't work, it's even better. I'm going to steal that answer. We need a good Fantastic Four game. We need a good Fantastic Four movie. We need a good Fantastic Four. I don't anything. think it's possible. It may oh, not is be it possible. It's coming. Is it based off of a movie cast or is it um, like Square Enix? Well, Michael B. Jordan is the Human Torch, and then Charles Z. Barkley is the thing, and then LeBron W. Oh no, <laughs> you don't remember that version. God. Well, yeah, I would love a good Fantastic Four. I mean, there's movie. there's a Fantastic Four game on the 360, The Rise of the Silver Surfer. It's four player co op. You would think this is like the perfect game for me. It's terrible. I could have told you that it's, it's a Fantastic Four. I, no, don't don't stop. It could be any Fantastic Four is great in anything except for movies or games. Well, it's supposedly yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, the guy that Uh-oh. does all the Marvel stuff. It's his favorite comics, and so he's taking a more oh, active yeah? approach Stan for Lee? the movie that's supposed to come out in a couple years. So Stanley we'll died. See. We'll see. Stanley <laughs> supposedly died. Supposedly, that's me making fun of Wild West. It's okay. Supposedly, <laughs> they're going to be in the MCU, right? Like I haven't seen the last couple. I, I know that there's maybe some cameos or something, but. I don't know. The last Fantastic Four movie was oh, absolutely forgettable. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're talking about games. We need a Fantastic Four game, online multiplayer, lots of supervillains, lots of special abilities. Mm-hmm. You can make it like it's Borderlands for all I care. Make it like Borderlands. I don't care at this point. Give me some fetch quests. Give me Thing and his quips. Let Human yeah. Torch fly around. Because Dino Man also goes on to say a new Ultimate Alliance game that isn't exclusive to the Switch. Uh, yes, they did get the third Ultimate Alliance, and I think I heard, I don't know, nothing about it. That's not bad. It's not bad? I've been, uh, I'm still in the middle of it, so I can't. I, That's my high praise, my friend. High praise from you. <laughs> the first two games were not bad. You know, they were like four out of ten. They should be amazing. They're four players. Pick any superhero, and they're just punch, 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 punch. There's just not much to them. Controls are, are ganky. Just horrible. Ugh. All right, we're going to go on to Mr. Vulgar Latin and says, give me a Justice League Unlimited answer to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Or for the yes. Marvel side, a Punisher, first-person shooter, and third-person shooter. Wow. Yes. Punisher. Well, Punisher, of course, is the 32nd most popular uh, Marvel character. Uh, 
Um, he is a vigilante and he's does bad stuff. And Spider-Man yells at me, go stop. You can't kill people. And he's like, yes, I kill people. My wife and daughter died. Then whatever you, you, you're all going to die. Yeah. Punisher is awesome. I agree with both of his Back answers. Back when I was growing up, you know, Punisher was the cool good guy. And it was Punisher on, on Marvel and Lobo on DC. We're just like the cool anti-heroes. But Punisher is still cool. We don't, Did we you don't watch the Netflix series? Oh, yes. Um, it's very good. It's so good. Oh, my God. Hopefully they bring it over to the new Marvel stuff. I think they are. I think Burnthal, I think they're bringing Burnthal yeah. over. Yeah. Are, are they? Because the problem was yeah. yeah. those were all M-rated. So that's um, we need a good M-rated Punisher game. Yeah, and yes. I, I agree with the third Perder, uh, third Perder, third, <laughs> third Perder <laughs> shooty, <laughs> third Perder part of, uh, of the uh, the <laughs> his answer there. I think a third person shooter for Punisher is better because then you actually get to see the Punisher. Hmm. Good call. Oh, you want to see his buttocks? I, I do. I, I, know, I if I'm gonna spend twenty hours behind the character. I want to see his butt. His buttocks. His name. And maybe they'll. He'll put a Punisher skull on his butt, and you could customize Maybe. it. Yeah, <laughs> one on each cheek. <laughs> Victoria's Secret, right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like a Saints Row version of. <laughs> oh, jeez. And Mental Knight says, "I would like to see Hulk at the helm of a management game, where he is so frustrated the whole time of being shackled by the game." Ah, mental. <laughs> Maybe maintaining inventory at a craft store. Well, I, I think you just Fabergé eggs. I think you perhaps. just won. I'm so confused of this answer. He just won the game. Hulk mad. Management bad. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> I want to hear more about this game. You need to. I need. I need a full store narrative. Well, obviously, he sells like t-shirts and purple pants, t-shirts. Uh, Helms the uh, spandex. <laughs> He's like working at the hot topic, like talking to all the kids. As long as it's not Smart Hulk, Smart Hulk is awful. All right. Well, I guess for my answer, I'm definitely just I'll, I'll just copy the Fantastic Four answer. You know what superheroes wildly underrepresented in video games? Spider-Man. <laughs> it's unreal. We need some more Spider-Man games. Maybe like not wrong. Maybe like Rocksteady or something could make a good Spider-Man game. And like I don't know, for Xbox, I would say for Xbox. I think that's a good idea. We never get anything like that. I don't think it could work. No. So what mad. about? I'm so uh, mad right now. What about a Miles Morales uh, game like Costume Quest? Who's that? <laughs> who's Miles Morales? Yeah, who's Miles Morales? Never heard of him. Okay, that's fine. I don't even know where you're going with this. But <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> if you're trying to get make me mad, it's working. Oh, you wouldn't like Big O when he's angry. Now come to my store. I, no. <laughs> Do like you lemonade like on a hat. Lemonade stand with the Hulk. Oh man, we should all come together and make a game as a community. It'd be awesome. Oh, I don't know if that would go over well uh let's go to wild west next nice all right uh so uh the patron answers are always the best answers so we'll go to uh chewy first 
He says, Wait, "Well, you are on the trend, so I'm sure your answer will be the best." <laughs> wait, I think I think he just dissed on us. Oh man. <laughs> Um, says, <laughs> hey, wait a minute! I just got a new Deadpool game. The first one was okay, yes. but ultimately nothing special and largely forgettable. Wait, I think it was they fun. Could do a lot more blending over the top superhero action with a lot more humor and fourth wall breaking meta stuff mm-hmm. than you see in other games. And that was my uh, first thought when I was thinking of answers to this question for the sequel part of it. I'd love to see. I like the Deadpool game that was out on the 360 and the one. I think they remade it. I do too. It was good, but I think it could be better. I think they could get more cameos in there. I mm. think uh, with Marvel owning pretty much all that stuff now, they could just go mm. crazy with it and maybe get Ryan Reynolds to voice it. Yeah, I'm sure he would do it too. Oh my god! <laughs> what he would? He's got nothing else going on. No, I, I'm all for it. They would make all the money if they did yeah. that. And I'm, my I'm, favorite part: he loves that character, so I'm sure he'd do it. My, fav- oh, for my sure. favorite part of Chewie's answer is that the word humor is underlined in red on our doc. Just want to let you know that, everyone. <laughs> Spelled wrong. Yeah, this is the U.S. version of Google Doc. So. Yes. <laughs> it's that it's thinking of the ice cream. Yeah, the humor ice cream. Uh, <laughs> uh, GT3 I could see Option pool. Fan goes on to say, I would love a Hulk Ultimate Destruction sequel or remake. It's from the PS2 OG Xbox era, but that was one of my favorite superhero games. The GTA-like sandbox oh. open-world destruction in the game was so much fun, running up and across buildings with Hulk. Good answer. Whoa, I don't know Can't that game. Can't go wrong with just pure destruction, right? I like Destruction Derby. I don't know that game. Look it up. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That was a great yeah. game. See, he can't say sandbox and open-world. He's going to uh, confuse uh, the genre-speaking crew. An open sandbox. And TA has got different definitions for both of those. Yeah, you guys are going to get angry letters. You can't have this. Not well, more Hulk, more angry Hulk things. Sandbox. Oh, Hulk in sandbox. Too much sand. And the, uh, the, sand the last patron, Mr. Uh, R.O., says, since it, has been, since it has to be a series or genre sequel, I think an Ultimate Alliance Diabolos-type mashup game, same isometric style with better ability trees, maybe have a loot system. So I don't think that I think that'd be mm-hmm. pretty fun upgrading your characters and doing that. Not a huge Di- uh, Diablo fan myself, but because it's boring, it's <laughs> it's kind of oh. surprising that oh there's like <laughs> not more games like that because that formula is so easy. Yeah, just copy Diablo, reskin it with Marvel, sell millions. Exactly. And uh, for the like for a new series or something, one of the things I was thinking about, I thought it'd be pretty fun to kind of do. Uh, Mass Effect type space Odyssey type thing going with like a Galactus or a Kang or uh, Thanos or Skrulls, uh, Kree stuff where you start maybe with them trying to destroy Earth, then superheroes coming together and then you go off and team up with, you know, Captain Marvel, Guardians, and, you know, whoever else and kind of go from planet to planet interacting with new creatures and all that. That was kind of the... Th- I love that this. That would be something that I would... I would really enjoy. I love that. That uh, Mass Effect Thanos. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Just, that yeah, sounds I mean, great. you have so many space big bads in the Marvel Universe. Or you could even do it on the DC side, too. You could do, go through and do anything on them. That A lot of them are space-oriented as well. So maybe... Oh, you could have with... Um, uh, what's his face? Brainiac. Brainiac, yeah. Or uh, what's that one guy that broke Superman's back? I'm trying to think of his name. 
Doomsday. Um, Dark Side. Dark Side. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. No. Pretty sure it was Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. Doomsday. Dark Side was his dad then, right? I'm not even a DC guy. Dark Side was a Pink Floyd thing. Come on. <laughs> well, Doomsday's the one that killed Superman. Yes. That's You're thinking of Bane breaking Batman's back. Well, I know that. Well, yeah, but I think Superman had his back broken in the comics, too. Oh, all right. Sure. Did he? I yeah. don't remember that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's crippled and, but and I guess I can't kind of uh, make sense. Walk ever again. Oh, too soon. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I get it. Uh, Reef him alone. Right. Mm. Terrible. Jeez. What? All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read off the next couple of patron questions. Didn't mean to paralyze First you. First one is. The first one is from Rocker, dude. <laughs> oh, gosh. He says, I just want Marvel Heroes Omega to come back. Why? I mean, this is right. this is the answer above the Diablo type. That's that's what Marvel Heroes Omega was. It was it was Marvel Diablo and it was good. And they killed it because that's what they do. See, I never played it because when I'm, everyone started getting into it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be dead in six weeks. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to start it. Yeah. Because then I'm, I'm going to know what I missed. Uh, X to Hero says, I love a Jessica Jones game in the style of a Sherlock Holmes adventure. Some some mysteries to solve, some baddies to beat up, and some par- cool parkour traversal could have a drunk meter implemented to affect gameplay with pros and cons. I love this answer <laughs> as well. Speaking of, Mar- of the Marvel, ser- Marvel Netflix series, Jessica Jones was also great. It was good the first season. The other two were kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that, that last season was questionable in the whole. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is she just doesn't have a big, like, bag person Beep. other than the first season. Oh. Yeah. I'll give you that. The first season was definitely very, very good. Really like that. And then Freem uh, chimes in and says, Squirrel, Squirrel Girl as a tiny kin slash Super Mario Odyssey like with Metroidvania. Oh. Elements, of course. Kenny, you are yeah. you're killing me. <laughs> you're, you're hurting my heart, Kenny. He's never <laughs> heard. What, what? He's never heard. You can't that say word. Metroidvania. He's oh. never heard that word on the spot. Oh my god! Break. He doesn't play those games. I also just like screwing <laughs> with Nate. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he also says, in honor of Fug, a new Marvel Hero Alliance or Marvel Ultimate Alliance in the style of the Ascent because he loves that game. <laughs> but yes, true. But it would also require you to restart every five minutes. Like that's the only way it could really capture what the Ascent was doing. <laughs> As for my answer, I would, uh, I have a bad feeling. I've said this on the podcast already, but I don't remember from the last time we, we had this question, but I want Rocksteady to do a green arrow game. I would absolutely love that. I think green arrow, you know, he's, practically just a batman just not as cool or as good but like a lot of the same mechanics would work with because you know it's just a dude with some stuff with some stuff that can fight it works so much like a batman game i feel like i could really pull that off or what i was also thinking of on the marvel side have you guys ever heard of damage control mm-hmm. yep a uh, little management type game where you have to clean no, up after you know, management. whatever whatever <laughs> big superhero, supervillain uh, battle you have to go through. You have to manage your, your 
business and clean up the cities or whatever. I think that could be fun as well. Why Hulk have to clean? No damage. Control, <laughs> controlling damage bad. No, Just no damage in first place. <laughs> this is the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we go to Nate. Okay. Oh, no. Philip, Philip Wendell says, not that I'm a big, air quotes, fan of Ant-Man, get it? But I think oh, the visual effects oh. potential could make for a really cool game. Uh, as far as the sequel, I'd like to see another bully game. That's not that's my that's favorite not the question, Philip Wendell. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> that's not the question. Favorite. Strike that from the record. It's <laughs> a different topic for another week. How dare you? All right. Well, he's just giving, Moving on to he's my just giving you again. Uh, question. Slash yeah. answer. <laughs> Uh, next week, uh, doesn't matter what the question is, the answer is always bully, just so you know. Um, we have a new running gag. No. Okay. Always. <laughs> Mental Knight chimes in again and says, I would like EA to please make me an on-rails music the Sandman game where the tonal quality would shift drastically based on which of the endless I had chosen as my character. Um, All right, Mental. It's not Marvel, is it? I mean... It's a comic. I have no idea what he's getting at. It's it's a, well, it's, it's a comic. He just really likes the Sandman. Yes, it's not Marvel, but it's fine. Mental could just DC, answer every actually. question like five times. Yeah. Mental's, speaking of off the rails, uh, Mental Night, everybody. Mm, but I'm um, Tish again. <laughs> so my answer, my answer, number one, everyone is talking about... Um, you know, Ultimate Alliance. Like, that came up a whole bunch. And yeah, that, I wish that game was good. Um, but L, you know, I hate to say it. L's right. It's just a button masher. You're just hitting A over and over and over again. That's that's all that game was, unfortunately. It could have been cooler. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, they made a third one and didn't give it to us. Uh, well, they gave it to, you know, Wild West. But they didn't give it to us. Uh, just on the Xbox ecosystem. Are you playing games for fun <laughs> and not for achievements? How dare you? So, um, so I would like, yeah, I would like that, or, or you know, kind of a cross between the Ultimate Alliance and Heroes Omega, because Heroes Omega was fun, but they kind of had the same problem that Ultimate Alliance did. You know, it wasn't, you didn't feel like they were super special, uh, each one of them. Um, but it was, it was closer. It was closer to me. Uh, there's a better game than Ultimate Alliance was to me, and then they took it away, which really kind of upset me. Well, I guess the thing that upset me is that I didn't get that last achievement. Uh, because they took it away uh, I couldn't get everything but uh, I did think that was a fun game what I would like to see I think you're right Wild West I think I think a Deadpool game is probably what I want to see like a, a, a sequel to that I would love it to be a Wolverine Deadpool uh, you know buddy cop movie that would be awesome game yes <laughs> I think that'd be cool like that's that's apparently what Deadpool three is going to be, ish. So I would love to see oh that. Oh my god, that would be great. Yeah, just take um, uh, that. I, mean, I just always, yeah, I just always love the Wolverine games. Like uh, X Men Origins Wolverine is one of my favorite. Like beat 'em oh, up, so good. You know, hack and slash type games. Really like it. Uh, I would love to see another one of those. Um, it kills me. It kills me that I'll be playing that for no achievements on the PlayStation. <laughs> but I will, because uh, Insomniac is amazing. And uh, I will definitely be playing that over there. But yeah, so I guess that'd be my answer. Would be it's got to be I think Deadpool. Um, 
Damn or sure. some sort of Wolverine cast of characters. You know, get Jubilee, get Gambit, get um, all those fun characters together. Uh, and, and I think that'd be a great game. That, to me, is, is my favorite uh, of the Marvel. Yeah, that's a vastly underrated game, was that Marvel, uh, or the X-Men Origins Wolverine. It really is. I mean, I took so it's long. so good. I took so long to get back to it. And when I did, I was just like, this game is so much fun. It is. Well, you have, you know, you just it, know that Wolverine, he just doesn't care in the comics. And they show it there. But then when you get to the movies and you get to the video games, like no one's ever done it before until that game where you could see his, you know, cutting arms off and all that stuff. And it was oh. just mm-hmm. awesome. And, yeah, we won't talk about that end boss fight. Nah. But, but the, I cannot get that achievement. Everything but that. hard because of that godforsaken boss scene. Everything but that game. boss fight was, was so good. And what they could do today oh, be so much better. It's funny, like, as you started to answer, I'm like, oh, he's going to say X-Men or Origins. <laughs> and then in my mind, I'm going, what what kind of a game could we have, you know, that game, but swap out with another character? And I just can't think of a good character. Like, I I almost just want another one, of, a Wolverine 2. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking huh. is, like, if we do third-person shooter, I'd love to see, like, a Bishop or a, um, uh, gosh, Ooh. who's the other guy? Uh, or Cable. Cable. Like, yeah, just have nice. that. Run cool. Running gun, um, or third person shooter. I think I think those could show some potential too, like that. That could be really cool. But yeah, I, I'm just I'm excited for these these three new games. I hope that they are, um, they really do something fun with them. Um, I definitely don't want to see, you know, Hulk managing Hot Topic. That, <laughs> that, that doesn't do it Someone's for me. Oh. Actually. <laughs> So much Actually, Pokemon. I, I don't want Rock City to do Green Arrow. I want Rock City to do Batman Beyond. We need oh. a Batman Beyond game. Sorry, Marvel only. Uh, no, oh. no, we're making an exception. Oh. <laughs> well, the other question did say DC or, or Marvel. I'm just messing with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See how you like it. Batman Beyond. I don't. It's mean. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel bad now. Batman Beyond is very underrated. He oh. needs more love. That's the common Batman theme, right? Another yeah. video game character that's highly underrepresented. Need more Batman games? Always. Batman RPG. Or Batmobile. Batmobile car game. racing. <laughs> Batman survival. <laughs> Batmobile power washing. Oh, yes. You just power wash <laughs> everything right. in the back. Now game. you cross the line. <laughs> it must get on. dirty. But yeah. Like, How's it feel, Caddy? High speed chases. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get some DLC. Uh, Wes is uh, Wes is questioning his life right now. All right, I think that'll do it for this for this topic. Aww. Thank you for whoever it was that asked it. Yeah, I don't know who it some, could possibly some, been some shtick in the mud. Some guy. Uh, oh, damn it. oh, you didn't wait till the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, what? I didn't say anything. Ruined it. <laughs> Now Some guy out east, I think, I gave us this question. Uh, Wait, I have an important yeah, question let's... for Wild West. How come your name it begins with the damn lowercase? You know that bugs me. I'm going to start a GoFund. <laughs> I'm going to pay $10 for you to well, fix it. You know, back in the day when <laughs> I terrible. didn't know you, but I knew I was going to know you in the future. I oh, thought, that's what why. The hell? To... <laughs> Let me just do it. What am I going to do to piss him off in the future? Take his ten dollars and capitalize the I. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 
make it out number one. I did. I, I don't know why that. That's what makes you mad. The 08's worse. I did actually no, well, have someone try to buy my gamer tag once a long time ago. Really? What was that? Uh, I said I, I did have someone try to uh, buy my gamer tag a long time ago. Back was in the it Nate? Area. <laughs> Nate. No, it wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> no, it was another Wild West. Something had uh, some other numbers in there. He's like, I really like the number. Will Can Smith. I have it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't have it. I was like, uh, "How much did he offer?" No, thanks. Just like twenty dollars. Yeah, that's oh, not worth it. oh yeah, I would have done that in a second. You know how many sandwiches you can get for that? Like two. Like this is like back one. in the day. So that's like especially four. in this day. And oh yeah, back in the one. day you could get four. Yeah, back in the day you could get four. Yeah. Shoot, back in the day you could have got like 25, 25 tacos at Taco Bell. The big craving box. All right. Let's get into the game showcase. Uh, Nate, you're up first. Whoa. Okay, I'm talking about Vampire Survivors, and now I'm thinking we needed a Blade game. Like, you could have Blade. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of Wolverine, maybe we go Blade. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, okay, so back to the question. <laughs> Triple H um, was in a Blade game. Movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Vampire Survivors. Oh, my gosh. I cannot stop playing Vampire Survivors. This game... Uh, has really just uh, latched on and not let go. Um, what is it? It is a roguelike yeah, what is it? auto shooter. So roguelike uh. meaning that you you basically start over from you know scratch every time you go in, sort of. And but you can get permanent upgrades that eventually start to add up and make your character just better and better and better. Um, and it's an auto shooter, so you are not controlling when you fire. Sometimes you're not even controlling where you're firing, uh, and you're on you're on an overhead <clears throat> uh, view of a map, and you're just running around, and there are endless enemies coming towards you. Um, some some of them will keep a distance, but for the most part, they're all just charging you like like idiots, and you're just trying to take them down. Uh, as you kill them, there's a chance for them to drop a crystal, and that crystal. Uh, is basically experience. If you go pick that up, your experience meter will start to fill. Every time it fills, you go up a level. Uh, your base stats uh, increase, I believe. But you also get the opportunity to choose from one of three to four um, different abilities. Some of those abilities are weapons. You have six weapon slots. And some of those are, um, I guess, just abilities or buffs to you. Things like uh, increase your fire rate, increase like the area of effect of weapons, um, you know, increase your ability to uh, your radius for like a magnet to draw in the XP crystals and that sort of stuff. Um, and so you can upgrade these abilities as you go through by leveling. Uh, sometimes you'll kill a special enemy that's, you know, uh, either larger or glows blue or just looks different. You know, it's not like the, the standard enemies that are running around and and they will drop a chest and when you go to pick up that chest um it basically a little lotto wheel spins sometimes you get one three or five items you don't have a choice over them you just get them uh, and you get some gold um <clears throat> when you start out the game your character has no buffs on them at all and they have a dagger and you're probably going to die pretty quickly um but as you keep playing all the gold that you earn in that level goes into your bank. You can then spend that outside of the level to increase permanent stats. 
And uh, so you can have like your speed, you can have uh, some of those abilities that you pick up, you can actually increase your base stats as well. So like you can add like a magnet to your character so that the radius that you can go to pick up gems gets you know increased as well. Uh, you can you know increase your health, your your health regen, those sorts of things. So as you play the game longer and longer and longer, and you get a lot more and more gold, you can basically max out all those stats. And that's where the roguelite ability of this game comes from. So every run, you're making progress. It doesn't feel necessarily that you didn't make any progress. So that's one of the things. That's one of the good things about this type of game. In this game in particular, um, as you're going through this game, is really good at just giving you unlocks. Um, you know, when you get to a certain time limit per level, you might open a new character or a new weapon. When you uh, max out a, a weapon, uh, and the way you do that is by picking up multiple copies of that weapon. So, as, as you know, as you're going through and you pick up a chest, maybe you get a dagger. You know, so that's your second dagger. Well. After you get like eight or nine daggers, you've maxed out that weapon. Sometimes when you do that, a new weapon is available on your next run. And so your your toolkit just grows and grows and grows. Uh, after you beat your first level by, by lasting for 30 minutes, other modes open up. You can um you can now <laughs> you have these uh other levels, number one, other levels will open up. So you, you always start on this first level until you can beat that level, and then you can go to the second level. Uh, and then you can revisit them. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to just keep getting better and better and better at the game to the point where you can last 30 minutes on a level. And that's the max air quote time that you can spend on a level at that 30 minute mark. Every character on the screen dies and a huge reaper comes out and, and just waffle stomps you just immediately kills you <laughs> unless you're able to spec into such a way that you can last just a little bit longer. And your goal on each of the, the levels is to last 31 minutes. But you just want to last 60 more seconds than, than the end of the level uh, in order to get an achievement. And uh, interesting. Yeah. And the way you do that is you just get a special weapon that kind of freezes them in place. And then you just have to keep um, stun locking them basically for a minute. And if you're really OP, you can kill them and then more Reapers will show up and two Reapers will show up. And so, you're just trying to last that extra minute just to kind of eke it out and get a little bit farther. Um, so this game just is like layers and layers and layers of unlocks. And there's always something more to do. There's always something more to uh, go in and say, okay, well, what am I going to do this time? I'm not just going to play the game again. I'm going to go in and try specifically for something different. I'm going to go for this character. or I'm going to go for this weapon, or I'm going to try to get uh, six weapons. Uh, one of the other things uh, that's really important to progression is after you get far enough into the game, you can start to evolve your weapons. So um, that means that number one, you get a weapon to its max level and you also get a paired item that goes with that weapon. Um, so like a dagger, I think it's a bracer, I think a little glove and that glove lets you, uh, I think it lets you attack faster. Um, but if you have a maxed out dagger and just one of the gloves, just a level one glove, and then you go kill a special character and open up a chest that will allow you to evolve your weapon. And the evolved version of the weapons are way better than standard weapons. So your dagger at that point, is just a flurry of daggers, just like in the direction that you're facing. And it just, it demolishes and melts things in front of you. 
Uh, and the other weapons, um, number one, I, I didn't mention these weapons. Uh, you love this L are, are very much inspired by Castlevania. Really? You've got your dagger, you've got your axe, you've got your whip, you've uh-huh. got your holy water. Uh-huh. I don't know what Google translation engine they used uh, when they were making this, but the holy water is called Santa water. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's, it, well, they just know Christmas coming it's, up. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if it's like Santa. holy water, like somehow that came along to Christmas. That became, I don't. Jesus, I know, Christmas, Santa. I yeah, I get it. I wouldn't know how they got the Santa water. Uh, maybe it was like sacred water or sanctified water. And what this, I don't know. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know how we got Santa water. Like, is that just Santa was taking a bath and now he's selling it online? I don't know. Um, you can also have Bibles and garlic and, and the Bible will just kind of like uh, circle around you and, and kill enemies. And as you upgrade that, there's more Bibles that are flying around uh, and you can get uh, an augment that will basically increase the number of projectiles. So like not only are you throwing more daggers and having more Bibles flying around uh, and you've got like these other weapons that are just shooting out and straight. And this game is awesome. By the time you get the 30 minutes, the screen is completely covered. There's numbers popping up everywhere. Things are dying left and right. It's amazing. Your, your heart's kind of pounding. You're like, okay, I just need to survive <laughs> just another minute, just another minute. And you, it's just, just over and over. It's just, this game is great. Um, and it's got 140 achievements. So you are pretty much guaranteed. Holy achievement, Batman. Yes, it's perfect. I love mm-hmm. games with lots of achievements. This one I is agree. just like a ton of sticks and carrots. I mean, there's just so many little things to get along the way. It just it does a great job of, of doling these out as you go in. Little dopamine hits every time you go in there. There's always something for you to be working on and making progress towards. It's just a great game. And the Xbox version of this comes out on the 10th which will be the day that this, this podcast airs. Uh, we have had access to the PC version in the game preview, uh, you know, game pass ultimate uh, and the PC preview mm-hmm. and that they added achievements to that, I guess a week or two ago. Um, and I've just been doing that. Like I, I, I stopped playing the game until the achievements came out and then booted up the game and just got like 30 achievements. As soon as the game started, and I was just like, this is fantastic. Number one, the achievements work. Number two, they were retroactive. Uh, And and yeah, they just do such a good job of doling out these these dopamine hits. And I love this game. And I don't know when Thursday rolls around. I don't know if I want all of that progress to just auto pop on the Xbox or if I want to do it all over again. Um, I heard it was really torn. Is that correct? (laughs) I, yeah. I don't know what it's going to do. I don't know if it's going to be a stack. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, a cross progression or cross save. I don't, I have no idea. I don't know which one I would prefer. It's that good. So as a, as not much yeah. of a fan of roguelites, do you think I would like it? Well, um, I don't think it's super roguelite. Okay. Likey or lighty. <laughs> uh, if you like <laughs> games, you're basically just moving so the gameplay from minute to minute is I'm just moving around this map and trying not to let things box me into corners. I'm trying to line up my randomized firing weapons. Uh, you know, some of them fire directly in front of you uh, to the left or the right. Some of them fire to the you know north and the south. Uh, some of them are diagonal. Some of them circle around you. Some of them fire at the nearest enemy. Some fire randomly. Um, and then it's the- almost more like a bullet hell. Yeah, it, it looks like a bullet hell. 
uh, where you are the bullet hell. <laughs> you are just <laughs> throwing out all this destruction, and you're just trying to dodge things that are just coming in to touch you uh, and take away your health. Um, it's a fantastic game. I, I, you know, throw on an alt and try it out, but uh, it's a great way to lose hours completion of your life. percentage. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to the point where I get to like 28 minutes and then I die. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Okay, I'll just one more game. And just one more game in this game, if you do really well, is like 30 minutes. So you, that's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. You know, if I do really well, I'm going to last maybe 32 minutes if I'm lucky. Wow. That's, that's my commitment for this run. You last a long uh, that's, time. That's your commitment for this. Yeah, well, that's your commitment for playing this game. Like, yeah. You know, if I do really well, it's 32 minutes. Awesome. If I don't, it's anything before that. So. <laughs> I like your, Great game. I mean, I, what I, you're saying. So you're not really locked out of any items, right? So if you get all the daggers and you get, start getting other stuff. Yeah. So, so like, like I was saying, like you, you start from scratch every run, mm-hmm. like all your weapons are, are down to, you know, you don't have them. Like you have to go in there. You start out with whatever character you start out with. They have a starting weapon and then they have some stats that go along with them. Some of them are really fast. Some of them have multiple revives, you know, One's like really slow, but it has, you know, extra projectiles. Um, So you can pick all of those and whatever is your play style. If you're going for the achievements, you're going to have to play with each of them and get them to a certain level or a certain time alive with each one. And that's part of the, okay, this is what challenge are we going to do next? Okay. I'm going to try this character. I'm going to try to survive for 15 minutes. And that's a goal. You go do that. Um, I don't remember what question I'm answering, but, but again, would you like it? I, are, I hope so. Are there chum eggs? That there are no chum eggs, but um, uh, so, so each run you start, like I said, your your weapons are <laughs> you know, zero based, and then whatever you've unlocked is randomly available to you. You might be able to get it. You you know it might come up, it might not come up. Um, and then you can go for that. You know you 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 focus on getting one and getting it really strong because if you if you try to build out your your inventory, by the time you fill every inventory slot. They're all very low level and you haven't been focusing on one to make it really strong. If you do that, you stand a good chance of getting wrecked because none of your weapons are powerful enough to take on the enemies at that point. Um, so these are just the things you learn as you go along. And I mean, if you liked that, if you like to try to figure it out and you like the way the game constantly keeps evolving, um, then yeah, I, I think that could be something that you'd find interesting. Yeah. This game, I am very, 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 very excited that it's coming to console. I've I've been really wanting to play this, especially because this looks like I don't know if you guys have ever played. I made a game with zombies in it. It's very much like that game, and I adored that back on the 360. One of the summer of summer of arcade games, I think it was, or something like that. It looks a lot like mm. it, and but like much better. Sounds intriguing. So yeah, I cannot wait for it. I can't wait for this to come out on console. I don't want to play on PC. I just haven't. Hmm. But the way you're saying it, it sounds like I, I should have. I should have bit the bullet and played on I mean, PC. There's plenty of time. Ah, it bullet. hasn't been on Game Pass that long. Bullet out. Yeah, I would suggest you try it out. That's uh, Vampire Survivors. Yeah, it's got a four and a half star rating on TA. So it's, it's a good $5. Game. Well, Even if you go to buy it, it's $5. So 
I Lost. cannot believe that's five dollars. Holy well, crap! Okay, so it it wasn't just a console, right? This has been on PC. Yes. So this guy is making a ton of money. I think it's one developer, and and wow. it's on PC. People are calling this like the Steam Deck seller. Like people are buying Steam Decks just to play this game in mobile. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah. Oh, it's a humongous game right now. Yeah, it's taken over. I can't believe it's only five dollars. I thought it was like ten, fifteen. No, I'm pretty sure it's it's five dollars on the PC right now, and I don't know what it's going to be on the tenth. But no need to go to Argentina. It's great price. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, let's go to L now. What game do you want to talk about? All right. Uh, First things first. I wanted to say uh, that uh, my Monday group of Prue, Michelle, and Icefire, we finally completed uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. And we were like 106th through 109th out of uh, 9,000 people. So this was quite the journey. We played every Monday since since mid-March. So that's uh, a lot of months. Uh, it's a four-player co-op game, and you know, there's a lot of RNG, unfortunately. It's a really fun game, but the achievement list leaves a lot to be desired. So you have to do the same stage over and over and over and hope that the right mission comes along because you get uh, credit for beating the missions. Um <clears throat> so yeah, we just wish the achievement list would be a little better. Um maybe more for defeating a certain amount of enemies or we talked about this kind of stuff. So along the way, you would have some achievements while you're waiting for some of this other stuff to show up. Um the good news is as we started playing, we you know, we definitely bonded and we talked about everything ranging from you know serious topics and you know, politics and real life and you know other times we talked about food so it's uh these type of games you know when you're grinding and you're and you're not really paying attention you know you're just it's in the background you, you get to bond with your buddies and i love my buddies so i'm proud of us for getting this completion done i'm glad it's over it was it was a headache it was awful and you know we <laughs> and you know we immediately did that's right so uninstall. uninstalled but you know what else we did we did what any normal people would do, and we bought the 360 version so we could stack it. Yes, we are crazy people. Um, believe it or not, it would, it, on eBay, they're only going for like 20, 25 bucks tops. Uh, me being the cheapskate that I am, I found two people selling it for around 20 and I uh, did the uh, make an offer thing for uh, $15, and um, they accepted it. So, um, yeah. I was excited for that. Well, that's just smart. I was excited. I always make offers. Why not? If it's there, I'd do it. Yeah, so I think we're going to try to figure out some some sort of a small palate cleanser in between before we get started again. But I think we'll have knowledge of how to do some things faster uh, second time around. Uh, I recommend Farm Together or Zoo Tycoon. <clears throat> now, are there any Hulk cameos? <laughs> Uh, Hulk just together. <laughs> Hulk just tramples over everything he just did. 
<laughs> oh no, my start over. Oh no, my onions. <laughs> my tomatoes. My tomatoes. <laughs> Old man Hulk. <laughs> All right, and then the next uh, game. Oh, no. Uh, so I delved into uh, a single-player uh, game uh, called Gorogoa. It is a puzzle game. It's currently on Game Pass. So it's got somewhat of an inflated ratio right now. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting you get four different panels and the objective is to click around and uh, move the panels around and click on the stuff going on. And it's hard to explain, but you're clicking around a lot and you're trying to make stuff match and make stuff in one panel go along with something in another panel. And in the beginning it's easy. And then after a while you're like, okay, this is confusing. Let me go find a guide. And uh, so, um, I was telling you that I was clicking around a lot and Nate before the show was asking me if I played on the Xbox or the PC and I could say that I played on the PC. Now I used a mouse and there's an achievement for beating the first chapter, pop fine, achievement for beating the second chapter, pop fine. And then there's another achievement where you have to do it on your first try. Um, so I popped open a, a video guide and I wound up getting that done. You're allowed to pause and just go along with what you're seeing. So that popped. And then I went and I beat the whole game. And I, what I didn't realize is that the achievements for um, chapters three and four had not popped. And then when I beat the game, the game crashed on me. <laughs> so... That's a good sign. I have mixed feelings about this because I enjoyed what I was doing. And I wouldn't recommend playing on a controller when you could play with a mouse, but it also crashed on me. Now, I play this on a very old surface, so it's probably just the hardware was not great. So I'm going to try it on a better laptop. Uh, there's an achievement for beating the entire game in less than 30 minutes. So. Right away, that tells you it's not really the longest game in the world. And there's another achievement for beating it in, uh, I think, not a lot of moves, so clicking around. So it's practically begging you to use a guide so you could just knock out both of those at the same time. And our good friend Maka, Maka's Guides, insert laughing noise, has a nice guide. So I guess you can prop it up and follow along. The only problem is normally you might put a guide on like 0.75 speed, but then you're losing time if you do that. So you got to figure out a way, maybe pause and then do a few things and then pause and then go along. But yeah. It's, it's a very interesting looking game. Yeah. If you're taking a look, it's very, it's definitely different. You're moving panels along. It's very arty, artsy, artsy, fartsy. There's no dialogue, no words. It's just all to the game's story is told in pictures. You're basically trying to find keys. Just use the guide. <laughs> yeah, normally I would say try to figure it out on your own, but yeah, you probably want to use a guide. I mean, if you can figure it, on your own, figure it out on your own the first time and then use a guide to get it done in 30 minutes, that's a good uh, compromise. 
But yeah, I'm hoping this I This looks could... like a game you should just have a guy going into. Yeah. No reason to try it. Well, I think it's a kind of, kind of game where if you go in and just intentionally guide it from the start, it's like, why are you It's even, defeating the purpose. Yeah. You know, why are you even playing this game? Like, I, I think you should try it first. And I, I think, yeah, it's all about perspective and when you move the things. And like, oh, cool, I can zoom in if I do this thing. Like, so that part's really fun. But yeah, it starts to get crazy. Yeah. And when it starts to get why. crazy. Yeah, I, I can see. Usually games that. like but this are just, easier for longer i guess is what i want to say <laughs> like you can figure out the first half it's hard yeah or like just don't have a learning curve yeah like just just have it be the experience and make it short and sweet and, mm-hmm. hey that was a great game and you know this doesn't need to be a five hour right uh you know mensa test so mm-hmm. i agree with that perspective wild west have you played this i haven't i had a friend that played it and Said it was a decent quick game, so it was on my list. Probably just wait for the uh, inevitable. Oh, you've got two weeks to beat it. Oh, I guess I should beat it now. My man. <laughs> Seems to you be just what made, I've been doing lately. <laughs> you just made Nate's uh, top five. His uh, his MySpace uh, list. What do you call this? <laughs> MySpace list. Um. Hello, Actually, 1990s, and where how have you been? <laughs> 1990s. Um, this game actually came up in the Discord, interestingly enough, a couple days after I played it. Because the new Monkey Island game, available on Game Pass now, has an achievement for a speed run again. People are not happy about this. Because much like what you're saying, it, it just defeats the purpose. You want to be able to explore and figure things out and it's impossible to do that on a first run so if you're doing it on a secondary run it's just pointless you know the answers you're just doing it fast just to do it fast so it's it makes no sense and people are saying oh did was there anything like this in other games uh not only for the speed run but for the doing it a certain amount of moves and then gorogo came up so it's a well-known game it's one of those where i've said this a lot i, I think the title is stupid it doesn't tell you anything about the game. If you were just scrolling through, you would probably pass over it based on the title. But it's a unique little puzzle game. It's in Game Pass. It's in its completion. And if you could use a guide if you want to. So, there you go. That's Goro Goro. Goro Goro. Play it right now. Mm. There it is. There you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> Let's go to Wild West next. What game do you want to talk about? I would like to talk about a little uh, unknown indie game called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. I don't know if y'all have heard of that one before, but... Tell us... Tell us... (laughs) Tell us the class about real games. Tell us all about it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, you want to hear all about it? Let's see. So we've got about 20 hours. Let's start digging through the Assassin's Creed history here. Uh, 20 hours somebody that's else just is the going to edit that's just that's just finding the flag <laughs> and that's the i was going to say that exactly i was going to say that's just the first <laughs> game let's go no. uh, so uh yeah i every year i usually kind of take a uh, in october november i take a uh one week vacation from work just for video games i uh play a game that's kind of a little bit longer to get a big chunk of it done and this year i decided that's to a do great idea odyssey yeah 
started a couple years ago. It's great. I did Far Cry Primal one week. It was awesome. Uh, what did I do last year? Can't remember, but uh, this year was Odyssey, which even taking one week, I mean, you put must have been uh, memorable. Put yeah, that's true. Even one Origin? week, it just <laughs> didn't even put much of a dent in it. It's just it's a massive game. Um, I know last time I was on, we talked about Red Dead Redemption too, and I thought that was a big game, and this just feels like it blows it out of the water. It's just wow, it's massive. I mean, you just uh, it's I I enjoy it. Uh, I've always enjoyed the kind of mythical, you know, Zeus and Apollo and Ares and all those uh, different gods and that culture. And this definitely, if you're into that at all, this leans very heavily into it. Um, does a great job of having different atmospheres in the game. Uh, you can sail around on your boat that you get pretty early on. You can visit a bunch of different isle, uh, excuse me, islands. And uh, you can do side quests on each island, and you can spend hours and hours and not even touch the main story if you want to. Um, but the main story has you, you can choose a, uh, a male or a female, and I believe the people that kind of keep up with whatever's left of the Assassin's Creed uh, storyline said that the, uh, the girl is the main character for this game. Um, her name's Cassandra. Oh, yeah. Yep. Out of she. <laughs> it is well. Terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Go it ahead. Is a she, move yes. on. <laughs> so you can choose her. It's a brother and a sister, kind of of Ooh. of like a Assassin's Creed Syndicate, um, and you know you get separated uh, for a long time, and so you're kind of raised on an island for most of your early life, and then that's where the story kind of kicks off, and you go from there, and learn more about your history and the uh the game that they created is amazing uh the the detail you can go from i just entered uh the country of sparta and it's got hills in it it's got snow go all the way down to beaches uh you got singing on your boats again just like from what uh they had in assassin's creed origins and black flag uh i'm they continue with the tonal shift that they had with Assassin's Creed Origins. So you kind of, uh, as you kill enemies or you loot chests, you get better items. Um, it's not very, it's, I would say it's very RPG light. It's not very, you don't have to manage it very much. It's very just like, okay, look at what kind of, uh, path you want to choose. They have, uh, three different uh areas that you can put your ability points in when you level up you can do a assassin's level you can do a, a warrior level and or a uh what's the other uh, not um what's the other one hunter level that's it and uh you level up pretty pretty quickly uh so you all you have enough ability points to kind of do whatever you want uh, every time my daughter sits down to watch me play she's like oh you're another level <laughs> So it's not hard at all to do, and the management of the inventory is pretty easy. Uh, I just kind of look at what I want to do, and it tells you how much, what that weapon or what that breastplate or whatever else you're picking up uh, helps you, protects you, or does. And so it's it's pretty easy. I haven't found it very difficult to manage stuff, and the uh, I've I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I I enjoy doing side quests. I enjoyed the the story has been. Uh, pretty fun uh, I've been a big fan of the old Assassin's Creed games and I've kind of had to separate them 
from Origins and this one because they don't really lean into the present world very much. I think I've only gone to the present world twice in the 60 hours I've put into it so far. So it's just not, they've kind of done away with that. But for a, an action-adventure game, they, they did a great job. And the the setting they chose with being in ancient Greece was very good. And I look forward to, to continuing on with it and seeing kind of where the story goes as I I'm pretty close. I think I'm about 75% done with the game. So just about reaching the end point here. And it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Odyssey. They should do a tie-in with Hades. Amazing. There you go. I think there is some DLC or that Hulk. goes in through some other stuff. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't touched the DLC. I bought the the gold edition, I think it was, that comes with all the extra DLCs and everything for 25 bucks a couple months ago. And uh, uh, I know it kind of leans into the mythical side on the uh, mm-hmm. on the DLC, but yeah, I mean, it's still in the top every, I mean, I read those articles with the, the top 40 games and it's still, I mean, it's what, three or four years old and it's still in the top 40 games played for Xbox, so pretty pretty high following there yeah this new iterations of assassin's creed is really really popular yeah. it needed a refresh so, and i didn't really know what they needed to do it, it was in desperate need of it but i still enjoyed the story from the old one uh, with desmond and all that with the present day stuff i wish they would get back into that but it is what it is and i agree you just enjoy so the when, game they have I, are you able to play it without having your face on a guide the whole time? Are you just able to enjoy it? Yeah, uh, there. Are, uh, from what I kind of looked at some of the achievements just to make sure I wasn't going to be missed uh, missed out on anything. And from what I could see, mm-hmm. you really don't need to. Uh, it's. I, I don't really. I I have the walkthrough up every once in a while just to see if there's something I'm missing. But for the most part, I just kind of go in. The story kind of leads you on through it. And as you go to the different areas in the game, you're, uh, there's side quests there. They have a, a message board that you can go onto that's usually below a statue, and you just add whatever quest you want. There's one of the one of those on your boat as well, so you can do some naval stuff if you want to. So there's not really needing to follow a guide at all. It's pretty, and you can customize your experience too. When you set up the game the first time, it it will say, do you want to play on easy? There's no difficulty achievement. But do you want to play on easy with all the markers? Do you want to play on normal with nothing? Or do you want to play on hard with very little guidance? So you can kind of customize how you want to play it. Yeah, I know there's a just an endless amount of things to be able to do in the game. Yeah. yeah I mean, you could pretty much like play that. Like I know you guys did that question a couple of weeks ago with what game could... I mean, that could easily be a game that you could play for the rest of your life and just keep yeah. doing different stuff. Oh man, There's so much of doing this. If only we had a question of the week about Desert Island games. Mm. We should do that. It would also have to be a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> a licensed sequel featuring Hulk and Old Man Marcus as mm. buddy cops. <laughs> yeah, we should make a game, like I said. And Netflix is watching this, are going to listen to this, be like, dang it, they figured out what we're going to be doing for a Gears of uh, War show. They better not mess it up. <laughs> be so mad. 
What's the chances that they actually do it well? <sighs> we don't really have much of a precedence on Netflix with that kind of uh, stuff, so we'll see. Castlevania, right? That's the only decent precedent. Do you think we'll get a Gears Witcher. of War animated game after the animated series that's coming out? I would, I would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They took I it in a different direction. Be... It could be a running gun instead of, you know, a cover shooter. I don't know. I think that would work pretty well uh, with Gears, a running gun game. Imagine Marcus Phoenix running a shake stand. Oh, uh, okay. That's what you were going for. No? Okay. I don't know. That's not where I was going okay. with the... Because I thought you were talking about running a gun and shooting all that, and then you come in with the actually he's running the cake stuff. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, it's got to be a tomatoes, uh, tomato sandwich shop or something. I don't know. My tomatoes. I didn't every so often like you hear him, you hear him scream just like an avatar, but instead of my cabbages, it's my tomatoes. All right. Uh, yeah, that. I think let's go into some sales. Uh, Nate, why don't you start us off? Sure. Today or this week, I want to mention Tawaga Among Shadows is $1.50 down from $15. It's a shmup, um, eight to 10 hours. And I reviewed this on uh, episode or level 146. Uh, I thought it was a great little game. So long ago. Yeah, it it was good to just jump in and knock out a level or two at a time. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, at a dollar fifty, uh, what's holding you back from checking that out? If it sounds, it good looks like at a all. good game for a dollar fifty. Yeah. Ouch. Moving on. Agatha Christie, <laughs> the ABC Murders, three dollars and ninety nine cents down from twenty. This is an adventure point and click. It's eight to ten hours. There is a walkthrough. Uh, it looks quality, and it's four bucks. So maybe uh, Little Kite, seven dollars down from ten. This is also an adventure point and click. It's one to two hours. And the art style reminds me of Archer, um, the, the TV show. Oh, I, I don't think click. it's the same tone as Archer. Uh, so don't don't equate the two. Um, it looks like it has some interesting puzzles. I was watching a little bit of the gameplay and uh, I'm kind of interested. I wish it was a little less than $7, um, but um, it's a possibility. Are there uh, ants in the game? Up last simply because of the title. Um, League of Enthusiastic Losers, uh, $2.50 down from five. Never heard of it before. This is also an adventure point and click. Um, it's half an hour to one hour with 10 achievements. So for me, that's two immediate flags that say don't buy this because it's so short for the money. Uh, and there's only 10 achievements. That's the bare minimum number of achievements. Uh, however, the pros are this that title's awesome. A League of Enthusiastic Losers. That's pretty cool. Uh, and also, there's an achievement for petting a dog, so you can pet the dog. So uh, I'll, I will be picking this up. So, <laughs> I wonder <it>. why. <laughs> All right. I'm going to recommend one game. Um, if you're like me and you are excited for Sonic Frontiers, but you also don't want to spend money or full pro, you don't want to spend $60 on a Sonic game because you know it's probably going to be janky and not all that good if you're if you're honest with yourself. Sonic Forces is on sale for $10 and it's a bundle where you get the Shadow episode, so whatever it is that that has, you know. Uh don't know. But 
you get it all for ten bucks. So at least uh, watch your whistle while you're waiting for Sonic Frontiers to fall in price because that's sixty dollars is way is probably going to be way too much money for that game. Uh, let's go to Wild West. What you got to recommend? I've got uh, two games. The first one is Batman Arkham Collection. That is eight ninety nine, and it includes all the Batman Arkham Jesus. games and all the DLC from what I saw. So that's a crazy value, wow. lowest price wow. I've ever seen on it. Um, so, I mean, you get three games, you get the DLCs. I mean, that's easily... What, 150 hours, 200 really hours of good, good content there? I mean, yeah, if you never dove in, that's amazing. I mean, you can't beat that. If Exactly. If you've never even played one and you want to, I mean, that's a great price. Um, the second one uh, is Middle Earth Shadow of War Definitive Edition. That is the second game in the Middle Earth uh, games that came out. Uh, that is eight ninety nine for the game plus all the DLC, which is its lowest price as well. Uh, there's two DLCs for it, and uh, amazing game. I really enjoyed it. They took out all those uh, pay-to-win stuff that was supposedly in there at the beginning, and so it's pretty easy to get all the in-game stuff now, and highly recommend it. Yeah, it was really grindy at the end, right? Yeah, you had to do some fortress stuff at the end. You ended up being able to capture fortresses in the game, and you could... Uh, go to the store and I, I played it after they patched it because I, I bought it when it first came out. I bought the huge edition. I have to put that statue up sometime. And, but anyway, so I bought it and they, uh, at the end game, you could buy characters in the shop and everything. You could also use the gold that you earned as well, um, from doing that online stuff, but they patched all of it out. So now it's just straight. Uh, you either fight your fortress or you defend your fortress and no pay to win at all. I wish I'd love to have some time because I, I really liked that first game. Did it twice. Yeah. Tried to do it a third time, but my 360 caught on fire. Um, and then, oh boy, yeah, I definitely wanted to jot, dive into this one and play it. I've got it. I just haven't been able to commit to it. Yeah, it's a lot smoother. Um, I never played the one version of it. I played the 360, I believe, and or maybe I did the one. But it's really smooth gameplay. I never had any issues with it. It's uh, you know continues a great story uh, and. It was great combat, everything, so. Oh, yeah. Quality. You Look at you playing real games. <laughs> I have I'm some sure real games to recommend. Tag, you'll see there's a lot of other stuff in there, too. It's just not uh, not as much anymore that I've hit the million. I feel better. Well, you're bringing real games here, so that's all that matters. <laughs> what games do you want to recommend, Al? <laughs> All right, there's a few I wanted to highlight real quickly. Uh, Shenmue 1 and 2, both together for five ninety nine, 80% off. I think that's a pretty good deal. I wanted to mention uh, one of Kenny's favorite games of all time, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game. Uh, <laughs> $5. Yeah, coming. Uh, that's uh, 67% off. And there was a couple still of too, uh, too, still too much to pay for that. Hey, it's fun. It's decent. Well, it's at least decent. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about those two things. Um, there was a couple of 360 games I wanted to mention. 
uh, we, I hope they're backwards compatible. They are backwards compatible. One of them is, uh, well, we, we mentioned Soma recently, and our other game club game, Spec Ops The Line. I got to mention that one every time it comes on sale. Because both Good of those game. games would be a lot of fun to play and then listen to our game club that we did on those. Headed by uh, Wakapel. That's five ninety nine. Also, that game has a great story. Just a little too hard for me on the harder difficulties, but maybe if I stick with it, I will not be so foobarred. And I wasn't going to mention this, but I have to after the, or the beginning of the show. A bully scholarship edition is five ninety nine. <laughs> 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 that is, of course, a great game. It definitely shows its age in the graphics department, but there's a lot to do. And as far as the Rockstar games go, it is probably one of the easiest to complete. Yeah. It's a shame they canceled the sequel. Yeah, what, what up with that? Well, when you're making a trillion dollars yeah. off of GTA <laughs> 5. Feed the beast. Shark cards, yeah. Only a trillion? I was being generous. I'm sure they've made way more than a trillion. What does that mean? You've got to hand it off to a smaller team and say, hey, make this bully thing. Well, you see, when you're making a trillion dollars in GTA 5, there is no handing it off. Everyone's all on that. Yeah, so when does 6 come out? Three years? When people stop paying for shark cards. <laughs> <laughs> when someone uh, <laughs> uploads the source code for everybody to download. <laughs> that would never happen. Never, never happen. <clears throat> Huh. All right. Those are the sales. Those were the sales. Um, just a reminder. <coughs> uh, Drink well, water before you talk. There's Cover your mouth when you go. I really should. That's <laughs> <laughs> an excellent. Too much reminder. coffees. Wash no. your hands when you're done. Stop eating uh, Old games, Bay out of the games container. Of gold. <laughs> games of gold. <laughs> Yeah, that that thing. Uh, I remember. Praetorians it. is available for download. Praetorian. Let's go get it because, you know, why not? It's free. That's available until the end of the month. And then Game Game Pass News. Uh, Football Manager 2023 is available along with Return to Monkey Island. And by the time everyone's hearing about this, a little game that I don't think anybody's played, Vampire Survivors, is coming to the console. <laughs> uh, November 15th is Pentiment and Somerville. November 22nd is Gun Gungrave Gore. Gore. And November 30th is Warhammer 40,000 Darktide. Are you excited for Gungrave Gore? Not Rufu? necessarily. Okay. Well, I just thought it being anime, I thought maybe you'd be into it. I mean, it has been like 70 degrees in November because of that Gungrave Gore guy. If you didn't know. That is a horrible joke. Anyway. <laughs> that was. Where's yeah. the uh, crickets? That might get edited out. That was bad. Yeah. You got to have some of the bad to make the other one seem decent. Haven't I taught you that? Uh, 
But now I don't really know much about this one, so no, nah, I'm, not, before ex- your I'm time, not necessarily man. excited for it. Before your time. You might like it. No, nah, I'll check it out. It's on Game Pass, so it's free. True. Such a stick in the mud, Kenny. Again. All right. And then <laughs> leaving in a couple of days on November 15th is Art of Rally, Fade Tactics, Next Space Rebel, One Step from Eden, and Superland. So hurry up and complete those so you don't have to buy them before they leave. All right. But with that, let's get into Brag Camp. Take it away, uh, Wild West. We'll start with you. All right. In completions, we have Logic Logic Slayer with 450 completed games. We have Nightwolf with 500 completed games. JZARP43 with 600 completed games. Matthew has a new milestone of 650 completed games. X Magic Monkics has reached a milestone of 1,550 completed games. And Redemption Denied tops everyone with 2,800 completed games. Not so easy to read those gamer tags, is it? In streaks! <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> In streaks! Mm. Redemption Denied is currently on a 50-day streak, as is Ace, which is really easy to read. AS Unknown 1 with 450 days, Sanek with 450 Ben L72 with 600 days, Jeremy DJ with 1,150, sniped by a girl with 3,300, Blue Thunder 7398, and someone's covering up the number, uh, so I can't read it. <laughs> Thank you, 3,450, and Big L is currently on a uh, 3,600 day achievement win streak. Oh, the loser. Jesus, In our anniversaries, wow. we have Fisto Roboto with a one year win streak. Ms. Fergie with a one-year achievement win streak, and Unky Tim Fu with a six-year achievement win streak. Wow. You guys be crazy. Very. In gamer score, Crunchy Goblin 68 has hit 250,000 gamer score along with Surf Biscuit. Mad Lefty 2097 has hit 400,000. Dunkos has hit 700,000. Kali Ninja Rider 7 has hit 800,000. Septic Earl has hit 900,000. And Enigma Gamer 77 has hit 950,000 gamer score. Just about there. Nearly there. Mm, I know all about it. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is in the top 1,000 of the Completed Games leaderboard for RPGs. Aftos is in the top 10 of the Australia TA leaderboard for vehicular combat. Chewy on Ice is in the top 50 of the England Gamerscore leaderboard for adventure. Uh, MDP is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for point and click. Mighty Mango, this is where user editing to insert a laugh, is now in the top 200 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for visual novel. Retro Chief is in the top 5. Of the Gamer Score leaderboard for point and click, and number one in USAT leaderboard for point and click. Get on that new Monkey Island there, Chiefy. Uh, Survivalist is in the top five of the USA Gamer Score leaderboard for survival. Septic Earl is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard. And in some uh, Vayner news or Vayner brags, 
Uh, Jay Huns is now number one in the Gamerscore leaderboard for Metroidvania. Our very own Jay Huns, who hangs out in the Vayner channel and tells us what's good and what's bad. And a special shout out to Alex R. Davies for being uh, the first person on TA to complete Ghost Song. And that came out when, like last few days? Yeah, last couple of days. It's actually, and it's very fun. So I was just going to ask you about it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Uh, it <clears throat> I was a little concerned with the gameplay videos. It just looked very wooden uh, in the movement, but it, uh, it does not play that way at all. Um, it's not as fluid as I would like with like a super Metroid or anything, but it's closer to that than I thought. Uh, so, so far, uh, first impressions are really good. And that's like two hours that I played. Um, so I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Was there any Santa water? No Santa water. <laughs> yeah. That loses a star right there. Unbelievable. No. Slacking. It's development hell, I guess. All right, that was a lot of stuff oh. we covered. Ooh. It was. Ooh. Good job, y'all. All right. Y'all. I like that late night delirious recording. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like we meant to do it. Always. Uh, no technical difficulties, Kenny, disconnects, or anything like that for you. Kenny kept having technical problems. All right. Well, thanks you all for listening, and thank you, Wild West, for joining in. It was a lot of fun recording with you. It was. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah, anytime. We can kick that Michelle out anytime. Right? Yeah. I'm happy, have to, that sausage party happy to help out whenever. Times. Absolutely. Next time, talking more management games. Uh, you're out. Still you're out. Yeah, never mind. Right there. Right you're now. Not invited back. You're ready for next Not time. invited back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hulk well, must smash. <laughs> as always, please follow and subscribe <laughs> to us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash age101. We go there at least once a month, the very first Tuesday of each month for a live recording of the podcast. Uh, you can send us some Twitter tweets on a Twitter at Achievements101. Join in the Discord, discord.io slash AH101. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash AchievementHunting101. And if you can, help us out. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash AchievementHunting101. Like uh, Wild West over here, you might be able to get on the show, get into the patron VIP chat in the Discord bunch of different perks and stuff like that we greatly appreciate you and all of our patrons that help keep the show afloat you guys have really helped us up the quality over the years and we greatly appreciate it but with that thank you all for listening class is dismissed bye bye don't think the gobbler's out yet i'm looking i don't see the gobbler <laughs> don't go behind the wawa Stay away from trench coats. The Achievement Hunting 101 podcast is proudly brought to you by Achievaboo. Bamboo for all your achievement hunting needs. We know that picky pandas prefer premium perfect bamboo, so we ensure nothing but the finest quality. Achievaboo's growers start at the source, scarfing out the finest soil to plant only the most luxurious bamboo. From there, 
We sprinkle the soil with hand ground Dorito crumbs and sprinkle it with our secret combination of water, electrolytes, and Mountain Dew to ensure quality growth from planting until harvest. It's this combination of love and gamer fuel that sets our bamboo above all others. So if you're a panda who needs some extra energy for marathon gaming sessions, look no further than Achievaboo, made by gaming pandas for gaming pandas. Hello and welcome to Cooperation Nation, the show where me and Heizo talk about our co-op exploits. Uh, I'm Vulgar Latin, and with me is Heizo. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Good, good. Uh, so, uh, we took a bit of a break uh, in between the Gears series. We talked about Gears 1 and 2. Uh, then we talked about It Takes Two. But now we're back at it, uh, desperately trying to reach the point with the story we want to tell you. But to tell that story, we have to tell more stories in between those stories. And so now here we are with Gears 3 and Gears Judgment. And if if you'd like to go back and listen to those first two, to us going over Gears 1 and 2, it's, it is on level 192 of the podcast. Yeah, back a ways. Um, yeah, we did um, Gears of War 3 uh, and Judgment in a four-player session with Jablack and Fug, who are, are not here today. So, uh, you know, if you want to, they can fact-check, uh, say all about all of the things... Uh, that we got wrong or whatever, but they're probably lying. If Jay Black tries to tell you that I somehow screwed him out of multiple achievements, he is definitely lying and you should not believe him. If anything, his Canadian internet screwed himself out of it. Jable screwed Exactly. Jables. This is what uh, we're going to get to. Uh, that. So yeah, let's just start with Gears of War 3, the conclusion to uh, Epic's uh initial trilogy kind of the end of of marcus's story um it, it's pretty good it is uh yeah it's it starts i want to say a year or two after gears of war 2 on a uh, boat yep it's it's on a boat humanity seems to all be on a few of these boats not many people still living on actual land in the area except for uh, oh, I can't remember what they're called anymore. The basically the poor riffraff. Oh, of the, the uh, stranded. Yes, the stranded. They're they're ninety nine percent of the people who are living on land at this point. Uh, Dom's hanging out on the boat, growing his tomatoes. Dom's uh, toms. His, his his very precious tomatoes, which apparently are explosive, uh-huh. uh, as we find out in Gears Four. But yeah, so that that's where we start out. Uh, everything seems, I won't say peaceful, but peaceful as it can get considering they're you know at the tail what appears to be the tail end of a war and you know it's all about uh the it mostly focuses on the lambent which are kind of a mutated version of the locusts uh they show up a little bit in the first game and the second game they have major plot points but they're not really there for a lot of it and they're sort of the main enemy here yeah, the Lambency is revealed to be the big bad of the series all along. Uh and I I kind of hate the Lambent. Uh a lot of the times on insane difficulty because Lambent explode and it that just when you're out you're out on insane. We played this 
uh, legit on insane, like no chicanery or anything, though we found out we could have used chicanery and we're a little upset about that. Yeah, we started out on arcade mode. We tried to do most people who've played through Gears of War on insane or at least have considered it know about having some of your players play on insane, some play on casual, make it easy. We couldn't figure out how to get that work. Uh, we found out after completing the entire campaign on four-player insane difficulty that it's because only one of the two campaign modes actually supports doing that. You have your yeah. standard mode, which is the Gears of War everyone's used to, and there's arcade mode where there's points you get for kills and doing things. You get uh, modifiers you can unlock by progressing in the game and unlocking achievements, your infinite ammo, your opponents can have chicken heads, all sorts of stuff. And if you play yeah. on arcade mode, you cannot split up your difficulties. We did not know that, and there was an Onyx medal for specifically beating it on arcade, and so I figured we'd get some bonus experience out of that for Jay and Fug, who had not reached their level achievements yet. And then we found out at the end that we could have just split it up into two runs. Uh, which yeah, could have done that much faster. Yeah, uh, for at least a couple of the sections, that definitely would have been nice. Uh, but overall, I don't... I don't actually recall us struggling a lot with this game overall. Uh, there were definitely some parts that did oh, it, but there, overall, there were some parts. Uh, the there's part there's a part with Cole early on where there's gunkers where I think you just instant die if you're player four. I don't like the the gunkers just shoot a wall of explosive goo at you, and you'll just explode. And it'll just instantly give you on insane, and you can't pick them up. So, and then you have to restart the checkpoint, which is zip lining down. And I don't know that one took a wing and a prayer. There was a really long level with the submarine that took a while with the armored Kanti, who are the new enemies, and the Serapedes. Um, those were the two that I remembered the most. Yeah, those are definitely the ones that come to mind too. The first time we meet the armored Cantus. And like you mentioned, the zip line with the gunker, because it wasn't just a one shot. It was before you even get off the zip line, which you can't control yourself or slow yourself on. Before you're even off of it, the gunker has already launched his little ball of lambent whatever. And it's landing right at the spot where you're landing from the zip line. And you kind of just have to get lucky and hope that he shoots a little earlier or later than usual. Otherwise, you're going to die because you're on insane. So there is no down but not out. Yeah, Gunkers are the worst. Um, there's other ones, too. There's, uh, They probably have names. There's the guys that, like, uh, grow out their spines, so they're really long boys. Um, they, there's all kinds of things that they add to mix up the gameplay. The Serapedes are also really terrible. They're armored centipedes that have gl a glowy bit at the end of them. You have to shoot that to get all the way to the head to break each segment. Um, but if they catch you, they pretty much instantly kill you with their electric uh, mouths. Yeah. Those, those three enemies I would say were, I probably wouldn't put the Serapedes in the same category, but armored Cantus and the I Gungers, know, I think I would put in the category of they legitimately made those sections unfun. Uh, the, I had, I had the, a blast with the rest of insane, but those sections in particular, I did not enjoy at all. Yeah, the armored cantus have to be exploded. Um, there's no other normal weapons don't kill them. Uh, so 
Uh, I did find, though, that if you are good with a torque bow, you can, as they're screaming at you, you can just, you know, be like Channel Hawkeye and Legolas and just shoot that torque bow right into their mouth and it'll instantly blow up their head. Um, so I got I got put on that duty. Um, yeah, we, we were very lucky. You, you were good with the torque bow because the rest of us sure as hell were not. Yeah, then... Just, uh, you know, all you got to do is just pop out and say you failed this city and just shoot it. And then, boom, they uh, they do that. The other duty I had was the running duty. So in Gears of War 3, <laughs> there are uh, people that are also turned lambent. And they turn into, I mean, they're not called zombies, but they're, they're zombies. They're like the 28 days later zombies. And they run. Uh, and you get quickly overwhelmed, and especially on insane, they take a lot of bullets, um, and you just can't take them down easily. Uh, you get overwhelmed. What I found, though, and every level that has it has a section that kind of works, but the one that I found that, that I remember the most is there's this big fountain. It's a big circular fountain with a clear runway, and I had my Marcus just running with just full-on cardio as, as I ran around and around the track. And they can't catch you if you're roadie running around the track. And then uh, Jables, Fuck, and Isa were just shooting them from the sides as they were chasing me down the center. Uh, and I found different routes to make that work each time. That was, that was hilarious. I almost died laughing. I, I think I think we all kind of lost it the first time when you were just like, ah, screw it, maybe this will make it a little easier. And then we realized it just eliminated all difficulty. And we were just like, oh, that's that, huh. that's a thing, I guess. Okay, uh, <laughs> so this is our strategy every time we find hordes of these guys now. Yeah, and there were ways that you could make it work. Um, every time that there, there were routes that you could run, and then if they were focused on catching the runner, they wouldn't try to attack the rest of you i don't think and yeah you just no run they across. never broke off yeah and you just kept picking them off it was it was great uh i highly recommend it it's a, it's a good strat the the roadie running finally came in handy for something besides just covering large tracts of land to get through a level it, it yeah. had actual gameplay ramifications in gears war 3 yeah uh we also did rom's shadow um which is the a DLC kind of mini story campaign. Uh, I have nothing really to report except you get to be the horde briefly. I, I thought that was neat. That that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you get to play. Was it one of you as Rom himself, uh, the boss from Gears One? For those who don't recall, uh, and then you know a couple random goons. I think there was. Maulers. I think one of you. Yeah, there was a couple maulers, dudes with shields, giant flails, all that. It, it was. A nice kind of variety compared to the usual Gears of War formula where, you know, there's four people and you guys might find different guns, but overall you're doing the same thing. But all four of these characters had different movesets, different abilities. It was completely different. Didn't have to do it on Insane. You did not, thank God. Some of those parts I'm I'm not sure about. Yep, and uh, you get to meet all of your old favorites from Zeta Squad. Uh, All of those old standbys that they keep telling me are relevant like men and yeah that that, that was pretty much it <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, yeah you had men there there's your there's your callback character and that was it he's got the codes he's got the codes he can open the door um 
Yeah, and I mean, I think this one, uh, story-wise, it's one that I think opens up the story the most. It feels there's a lot of moments that are kind of earned after kind of slogging through the first two. And I'm not slog, but like the first two don't really have stories per se. It's then this one, you know, you've been with some of these people a while that some of the moments in it, you know, they get yeah. they get you. Yeah, Gear, Gears 3 is where they really hit their stride. I mentioned it in the last recording we did for 1 and 2, but, you know, one, Gears of War 1, it knew what it was trying to be. It was trying to be the raw, raw, bro fish shooter, chainsaw go burr. Like, that, that was what it wanted to do. It had a story, but it wasn't all that great. But it did the gunplay really well. The actual gameplay itself was fantastic for the time. Gears of War 2, they started to pull back away from that a little bit, add a bit more to the story. But I think they went a little soft on it, and so neither was all that great, the story or the gameplay. And then in Gears of War 3, they really found their balance. Um, if, if I had to, I would probably say Gears 3 is hands down my favorite Gears of War. Yeah, it's the best in the series, I yeah, would say. Yeah, by far, I think. I think, it, like I said, it has a lot of those moments that you can really only get at the end of a trilogy. Um, lots of games have them, but this game does it great. Uh, and achievement wise, you know, uh, aside from just, I mean, it's, it's a gears game. So this one's going to take you a minute. Uh, we did, we did a lot though. We did a lot of, uh, miscellaneous stuff in gears three. Um, and I doubt I'll ever complete it, but I still have a blast. Seriously. 3.0 is not that hard. Come on. Yeah. It's just take you like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, anybody can do it. It's not that big a deal. What? I was like, to, to be fair, you have quite literally done the only difficult part of Gears 3, seriously. There's there's a lot of grindy stuff, but you've done the only actual hard part of beating it on Insane. Well, yeah, but then I got to do all the the other stuff. Oh, actually, looking through the list, the Lambent Berserker. That's another part we had a monster of a time with. Yep, I was, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. I was going to, if not. I'll let, yeah. I'll let you explain the fun of that nonsense. So the Berserker is back in pog form. And this time it's uh, like same as it was. It just runs, but it leaves a trail of corrosive goo that will just melt your face. Uh, and then I think you're just supposed to shoot it like when a chest opens up and it just and you shoot it and you shoot it and you shoot it and you shoot it and you shoot it. And that's it. I don't know how the hell you're supposed to to get through it, to be honest with you. I, I, I think, especially when the game, I don't know if this was because we were all playing on newer hardware or what, but sometimes would just spawn us down below the map um, where like we couldn't do anything and couldn't move on. That was That happened once. Oh, that um, ha- was, that happened a lot. That was the main lot. problem with it. Yeah, because yeah. I I do recall that fight being incredibly difficult. Probably the hardest part of the game, even back when I was playing it on the 360 around release. But you know, it didn't help that in this one you have a very difficult section where the four of you start split up right before it, and then once it shows you the cinematic, you get into this fort, and the berserker breaks down the door, and after that cinematic it brings you guys all together inside that fort. Cause two of you were still outside at that point. Yeah. And after that cinematic, it would sometimes just spawn all four of us underground and we couldn't do anything. We could see 
through the bottom of the ground. We could see the Berserker running around up above us, and we just couldn't do anything. And every once in a while, we'd have a run where we'd finally get past this really difficult intro, and then it glitch out, and we had to restart the whole mission. And I think even the time that we got through the Berserker fight finally, because there were sometimes we did make it, and this is the one, I think the only part of the game where if you go, where if you die on Insane, you will, uh, it doesn't just automatically end it, if I recall correctly. Yeah, uh, it respawns. Yeah, it respawns you, but it respawns you underground. Yeah, under even, the map. Yeah, even if we made it through, it always spawned us underground. So yeah. we didn't get that respawn, which still was technically a bit nicer than other sections, because at least the death didn't knock you out. But the encounter was definitely built around you being able to respawn all the time. And when someone dies, just leaving you with one less player, it, it's not great. Especially when the Berserker is just running at random people. It's nice to have four random people for it to decide between. Yeah. it, And you could get pickled or just stuck in an area where it's like you either die by corrosive goo or the Berserker just gets you. Uh, there's sometimes when the Berserker would expose those weak spot, but it would just be pinned up against the wall so you couldn't shoot it. Uh, it's terrible. It's it's the worst. Yeah. And it, the Lancer really still doesn't actually shoot what damaging bullets most of the time. So it, it took probably some time between an eon and an eternity uh, to kill that thing. It, it's not a quick process. Eventually we made it happen. And then the last thing of note I, I, I remember is that we finally beat the final boss. Uh, we, we got through it. But if, if this happens and you play through on Insane, skip the final cutscene because it doesn't give you the uh, pop for beating the game on Insane until after the final cutscene is over, not after you beat the boss. Weirdly, which Jables found out because he was disconnected via Canadian internet and uh, we had to beat the boss on Insane again just for him. Yeah, and full disclosure, uh, I'm sure you all believed me earlier. I was actually completely full of it. Uh, Jay would not, in fact, be lying to you if he told you that I was at fault because we had been skipping the cutscenes the entire game. And then we got to the end, the final cutscene came up, and I was thinking, man, I remember this being a pretty cool cutscene. We should watch this. And I decided not to skip this one. And yep. that was when Jay got disconnected. But luckily, it was not. It was around that time that we found out that if you play in standard mode, you could split up difficulties. Yeah. So we just went back through and had me, you, and Fug on casual. And Jay was just on insane, kind of hiding out, taking pot shots where he could. Well, we knocked, you know, the three of us on casual yeah. knocked out this boss with ease. Well, he was, yeah, like hide from the power of the sun and we'll get the boss. Yeah, that's exactly how that went. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I mean, before we move on to the other game in the set, like Gears, Gears of War 3, I mean, I know some people are reticent to start it uh, because of the time commitment I mean, honestly, I think most of them, besides Seriously 3, like, most of it is very doable. Um, yeah, I think it's... it's. I, I don't think there's anything necessarily that difficult. Once you can get through that four-player, or through that insane, because obviously there's achievements for that. Other than that, I really don't think there's anything hard. There's still grindy stuff, even outside of Seriously 3.0. you got to level up 
certain horde fortifications, do things with certain high-level fortifications. But that that stuff can all be grinded out, you know? Uh, Yeah, it's a lot of grinding after that, and that's the stuff I haven't done. But I would still recommend it. I'd still say this is... It's it's worth it. Uh, it's worth playing, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. You know, because we know some people do exist like this the community who avoid games they can't complete. Played it on an alt at least. If you are interested in Gears of War, every one of these games is worth playing. E- even if you're concerned about the completion, just play it on an alt at least. It's totally worth it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, peak Xbox, I'd say, and uh, yeah, I I. I um, I'd also, uh, after all this, I guess we decided that we still weren't done, uh, and we went on to Judgment. Uh, I think Judgment is a much better game than people think. Uh, Judgment is a side story that tells uh, the tale of its prequel of uh, you know Baird and Cole doing stuff and and fighting a, a horde evil. In the in the times before Gears of War one, it's a much different format. I'd say it's a it's shorter, more bite sized, compressed levels. They changed up the controls to be uh, more in line with how actual games should go. Yeah, I, I would go so far as to say, control wise, they tried to turn it into generic third person shooter, which for the most part worked out, but it's. I, it's a like bit it. off-putting when you first get to it and you realize that you do have to relearn all the controls. Yeah, but I don't know. There's especially things like grenades not being a dedicated thing that you have to. You can just throw grenades instead of put away your gun, pull out a grenade, which I've never really understood from Gears uh, from the all of the other ones. This is the only one that keeps this control scheme. Right. Uh, it's also the last of the four-player gears. The other gears don't go to four mysteriously. I Sadly. don't know why. Sadly and mysteriously. Don't worry, though. Uh, gears of War 5 does go back away from being two players. You you can be three players. Not not four, because reasons. But you can have three players. And even though that you almost always have four p- people around in the story. Yeah. And Should one of you isn't doesn't even have a gun. One of you's a robot. We'll get to that. That that's that's happening in a future episode. But yeah, this this is good. I think a lot of people are just turned away by the controls, but I think uh that the controls are just much more in line like I said, in line with how normal games control uh, and they also add a bunch of cool weapons, like my my jam, the Marska, which is a single <laughs> shot, uh, mid range rifle that packs a lot of punch. Um, it's great. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I agree with you entirely. It it gets a bad rap that it doesn't really deserve. Uh, it's not exactly the best entry into a Gears of War series, but I think if you take that Gears of War name off of it, I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot easier to see it for how good it actually is as a general third-person shooter. Uh, one of the things that I did really like that they did was they added a feature called declassified missions, which yeah. basically the whole plot of this game, it or the whole premise of it, is you're 
playing the squad of Baird and Cole way in the past. I think it's I think it's like years before the first Gears game. Uh, I don't think it's very long after E-Day. But you're being court-martialed for disobeying orders all over the place on this big mission you did. And every chapter is just, it's technically just a flashback. Like it's you explaining to uh, whatever military guy is currently trying you what happened. And so you have these declassified missions where you'll get to a certain point in a level and you'll go through and you'll have this option to turn it on. And it's this, it's a classified piece of information from your mission debrief that you can choose whether or not to basically reveal it in your trial or whatever. And if you choose to, then you, it adds some extra layer of difficulty. So it might be, okay, we weren't going to tell anybody that, you know, we only use locust weapons during this section because we're not supposed to do that. But if you go turn on this declassified mission, you get like this voiceover from Baird explaining, how, you know, how they did violate these rules and all that and what it caused to happen. And it kind of shifts the gameplay a bit. Sometimes it would give you specific weapons you had to use. Sometimes it would fill the room with poison gas and you had to get out within a certain amount of time. Maybe you'd have to get a bunch of headshots, but it it added a lot of variety to it because every level has one of these. And it's it's never the whole level. It's just a specific section of that level. And so it never mm-hmm. felt like it was just massively increasing the difficulty of the game. It was little bits and pieces that you can choose as you reach those points, whether you want to increase the difficulty. And yeah. I think, and, oh, go ahead. Oh well, and the the in, insane or the seriously in, achievement is is for doing these declassified missions. So it it is it is by far the easiest one, uh, the easiest seriously to get in my opinion of any Gears of War. Or, well, as far as the combination between difficulty and time, if we're okay. if we're including time <laughs> in the factor, then I think it it takes the quickest, easiest combination. Uh, because in this one, there's not two campaign modes, so you don't have to get confused and find out that you actually went the wrong way to be allowed to split your difficulties. We actually ran through this game twice. Uh, I believe it was me and Fug ran insane on the first time, while you guys, you and Jay, did casual. And then we did all the declassified missions during that. Mm. And then in the second run, while you guys were on insane, we did that again for the levels where we were missing them from when you guys were on casual. But we also went through and got the stars, which are basically point-based rewards you get at the end of every level. You got to make sure you don't go down, get a bunch of kills, headshots, gibs, whatever. And luckily there's cheese for that, where if you get to the very end of a level... You can pause the game, have your casual players quit, and then rejoin and pick Insane this time. And when you finish the level, they won't get credit for beating it on Insane or doing the Insane Declassified mission, but they will get credit for getting all three stars on Insane. So we only had to worry about that in one run. Thank God, because, man, some of those levels took a lot of tries to get down. There was one specific one where I felt like they didn't spawn in enough dudes to actually... it was. It's a very short level. It's I was about to say, I like, know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like we start out in a foyer. Uh, they they ambush us in the foyer. We escape out into the main area, and that's it. That's it. It's like all of the levels. One of the things I love about this actually is that it's a much more bite sized campaign experience. So it's like a much more all killer no filler. So it's just like okay, then we did this, 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 and this. There's not a lot of stretches in between. 
because uh, there's some levels in three that I feel like are over long and overstay their welcome. And Very much if so. you quit out, you have to start that thing over again. So uh, this we we had definite stopping points where you could be like, okay, we're gonna stop here. This is or there's not that much more left to go. But that one level. There weren't enough dudes. Try as we might, we could not get three stars no matter what we did. Even declassifying it, whatever. It just did not give us enough points. I don't know how the heck we got it to go, but thankfully we only had to do that the once. So if I recall correctly, that was actually, uh, running through that was actually where I learned that not only are enemy spawns randomized in Gears of War, or at least in Judgment, what enemies spawn in are actually randomized because we would have runs where we would get swarmed by locust in this little room or not locust, uh, the basic soldiers. I can't think of what they're called. Just regular old locusts with, with lancers, uh, not wretches. the wretches, wretches, wretches oh. too, though. Th- those were the other one. So sometimes we'd have these locusts with lancers, you know, repelling down off the balcony and that would be the enemies we fought in that room. And then other times we'd have wretches jumping over and that would mm-hmm. be what we fought. And there would be anywhere from like two to four boomers and grinders coming in from outside. And you just, you had to get kind of lucky on what you got because you needed something that you could kill quickly, not be worried about going down, but not out. Uh, get Gibbs if you can with a shotgun, try and get headshots on the, as many boomers as you can. It just, it, it took a little more RNG than I care for, for something like that. And I think it, I think looking back at it, I don't think that section in general is that bad, but I think just how long it took for us to get the required luck. I think we were all a little frustrated by the end of it. Yeah. I I think we actually spent most of the night trying to get those three stars that day. Yeah. And it's, it's a throwaway section. Like we could have been able to just get it. Um, but it was just, just that we were not able to do. Um, and yet the only other one that, uh, I've, remember is that you're on top of this roof there's a lot of like horde adjacent elements in the story mode where they're just like okay set up your defenses here you go Uh, and this one's on top of a roof the declassified mission is to make it super foggy um so you can't see what's really coming and that one was a pain like there was just not a lot of places for the insane player to hang out so that they wouldn't die um it was just gross. It was a gross level, and it took us multiple tries each time that we did it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was not it, great. That one, I would say that that was the one that we struggled the most with, because unlike that previous section where we were trying really hard and just constantly failing to get three stars, we were struggling to even beat this section at all. And it's one where I 100% want to give credit here. Uh, anybody who asks... Fug will tell you that he's not very good at these kinds of games, but I will say that that section specifically, especially with that declassified mission, I think even when you have a 2-2 split of insane, I don't think that you're surviving that section without everybody being pretty good at the game because there's nowhere to hide. There's a tiny little room right behind you where there's like an ammo pile for you to restock at, and there's like one torque bow you can pick up and a couple Nashers. There's really nothing in there. It's really small. There's open windows all around so people can just shoot you and get in anyways. It's not protection. You have to be able to hold your own as you're getting swarmed by every enemy type that you've ever seen in this game from all directions. And you can barely see in front of you. 
And I, I think that this, this is probably the most skill testing, in my opinion, uh, one of, if not the most skill testing sections of any of the 360 Gears of War games. It's on, a, on insane. It's a Anyways. meat grinder. That one was rough. That one was rough. And then there was one where it's like you're storming D-Day. It's a beach. You're on a little thing, a little boat. Oh god! You get out of the little boat, and the insane player almost instantly gets destroyed by troikas. Yeah, uh, there's like three or four aiming down at the beach. You have no cover for a few seconds, and you just pray to God that you could make it to one of them before they get you. Yeah, if you could get to cover, we were fine. Like we did not have to worry. But yeah, get, yeah. getting all four of us to cover was the problem. We could usually get two or three. Get, getting four was something else. Yeah. So, overall, though, man, there's still a little bit I have left to do, but not in the, the single player at all. It's it's a good time. Uh, I would I'd strongly recommend it. I think it's I think it's great. Very much so. Like and like I said, you know, it's not the strongest entry in gear in the Gears of War series, but I think it's even it's an okay Gears of War game. It's a really good third person cover based shooter. And even for the achievement hunters out there, like I said, there's a uh, an exploit you can use to get everyone the stars. The declassified missions on Insane are totally doable with four halfway competent players. I will say this is probably the only Gears of War game I'm ever going to complete. Yeah. Because we were able to get all the Insane, the seriously all that. There's still a little bit of grinding out I have to do. But, I mean, this is by far, I think, the most completable Gears of War there is. So if you are if you are that concerned and you don't want to play on an alt, feel free to go with Gears of War Judgment. Well, you say that, but it, there's a partially discontinued... Ah, uh, oh, that's that's true. I did forget about that, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the game modes, I believe this was Judgment, one of the game modes is not available anymore, I think, or not available on, this, on the correct map. I mean, well, you mix it up you with own, Gears 3. Yeah, there's one that, unless you own the uh, Season Pass, you oh, can't yes. play that because there's a VIP playlist so you can play it. But the one I'm talking about is called Cyberite for earning the Onyx War Supporter Medal, and you can't uh, do yes. those anymore. That's so right. So you can't get that medal. Yeah, it's supposed to be set up where you just log in, play an online match, and you get it. But that has never worked Uh properly whether it was gears three gears judgment there's been a lot of efforts to try and get that fixed my understanding is that the representative from the coalition support side who had been a pretty big defender of trying to get that fixed uh, which was great to have on the inside i don't recall his name but he was as far as i know responsible for gears of war three's discontinued online stuff getting fixed uh, he unfortunately did leave the company, and I'm not sure that there actually is anybody there who cares at all about the achievement side of things anymore, which I, I understand. I'm not going to badmouth that. It's a super old game, and achievements aren't super important in the first place. Yeah, it's almost but, 10 years old. Yeah, but the reality, the reality is we had someone who was making that push internally for us, and now we don't. And it kind of sucks, but I get it. Um, but yeah, if, if you have that achievement great you can totally complete this game just be aware like vulgar said you do have to buy the vip pass because at some point one of the maps from one of the dlcs got pulled out of every playlist except for the vip VIP. playlist which is only accessible to people who bought the season pass yeah if you you bought all the dlc individually 
you can't go in, you can't play this map, you can't get this achievement. Which yeah, the, is kind of weird. But... Golden Artifacts. It's uh, yeah. execution on museum. All players have to wear gold uh, character and weapon skins. So, yeah, Which is certainly a grind in and of itself, unless you get super lucky when you're playing through the campaign. I have a couple. Which, I, that, that actually is something I would like to bring up, is their cosmetic system. Because uh, in 1 and 2, I don't believe they had much in the way of cosmetics for online. No. Uh, like weapon skins and stuff. I don't think that was really a thing. Gears of War 3 really introduced it, but they didn't have... They had a lot that you could unlock in general, uh, but a lot of the more detailed ones, there was a, like... You could spend, I think, I think you could spend a few bucks to get a specific skin for all your weapons, or you could pay like 50 to get all the skins. But that was kind of it. Uh, with Gears of War Judgment, you get ribbons... For, you get your ribbons for your gibs, your triple kills, all that. And over time, as you get these ribbons, you hit certain milestones. And each milestone will give you a loot box. And you can't buy these with free, with real-world money. It's not a microtransaction or anything. This is just their unlock system. So the more you play the game, the better you play. You get these loot boxes, and they'll have some random cosmetic in them. The gold ones are super rare, and you do have to get one of each, which is a little annoying. But You have to get, you have to get the skin, and then... One of each isn't exactly correct. They have to match. So yeah, you can't have two shotguns. You got to have a shotgun and a rifle because well, you need yeah, one for both your slots. The, and it's got to be the right shotgun to the right rifle. That's yeah, because it yeah it it needs to be one of the starting weapons. Yeah, that you which, start with so that you can pick the skin for the weapon. Yeah, it's it's a little obnoxious trying to get the right ones. I think the closest I've got right now, I. I think I've got the gold armor for four or five characters. And then I think I have no shotguns, but I've got like three or four gold rifle skins. And it's just, then the, the further you go, the longer it takes to get a new loot box. And it's just, you'll also get loot boxes every time you level up, which is where a lot of your stuff will come from. So that you'll get a lot of natural progress towards those. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little obnoxious, but it's totally doable. Yeah, I if I really worked at it and did all this stuff, because there's no horde mode in this one either or anything, so it's all just multiplayer stuff, and most of the multiplayer stuff you can do in private games even. So, yes. like, even this stuff, like, as long as everyone owns the DLC, a lot of this stuff is super doable. So it's, aside from that one achievement, if that Cyberite achievement was attainable this would be probably in my opinion the the quickest and probably least painful uh gears of war completion there you go there, there's a nice way to describe it i was trying to think that earlier the combination between easiness and speed yeah the, the least painful completion it's, i mean it's still going to take you a minute but it's not going to take you as long and you'd you'd knock it out pretty quick and i honestly i think it's pretty good they're both on game pass uh just the dlcs for them uh, well, and actually not even all the DLCs. Some of the good DLCs for 3 are available. Some aren't. That's yeah. kind of a mess. And uh, one thing we did leave out, to give a little bit of a timeline on these, just so you can expect, we were playing one on rare occasion, two nights a week. Uh, Gears of War 3, I was looking at some people's achievements from the group, and it looks like that took us about two and a half to three months of that. Uh, to Once do our, a week. To, yeah, yeah, to do our... Um, our one 
single all four of us on insane playthrough and then judgment took about two months for the first one and then the second but i believe we had a lot of gaps in there where we weren't playing because our second one it looks like it took us like half a month it it only took us a few sessions we probably did some over the weekends but you know it only took us two or three weeks overall well yeah it was and it was once a week for a few hours a week exactly but overall these two were i don't know it was a joy to do i'm sad that uh gears of four uh does not have four player co-op even though most of the time you have four people in your squad i mean come on coalition it's really not that difficult but i digress we'll talk Uh, about that one in a future episode so one thing that i want to ask you devin Mm. if you had to because i don't believe we've actually talked about this specific aspect before if you had to order all four of the Xbox 360 Gears of War games, how would you mm. go? How would you order those? Best to worst. Uh, in terms of my own personal enjoyment, I'd probably say three, two, Judgment, and one. Okay, I I was kind of thinking, I I would swap one and two actually. Uh, two two was really good overall, but. I don't know. It it didn't quite hit that mix right between gameplay and story. And there's there's some spots in two um, that I do really enjoy. I like that they mix up a lot of the the elements. You don't split up as much in <laughs> in one or as you do in one. Yeah. Um, so it was a it was uh, much more enjoyable for me in that regard. Um, and and I, yeah. and I do want to be clear. I'm by no means saying. That Gears of War two is a bad Mm-mm. video game. Like the worst Gears good. of War three game or the worst Gears of War game is still a Gears of War game, and I find those very fun. And then secretly, to to give a preview, I would put if we were continuing to go and rank them, I'd put four underneath one because that's my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got a question about you. I've got a question about that rating uh, for when we do do that episode because I am yeah. curious about whether something would change it. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about that. We got, but I, I think we've gone on for a little, little long. But any other final thoughts on on Gears Judgment, the 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 culmination of the the three sixty quadrilogy? It's really good. Don't listen to what people say. It's worth playing. Go for it, and please don't worry about the achievements. Everybody should know by now that when it comes to Gears of War, don't worry about the achievements. Unless you're like die hard completionist willing to grind out stupid amounts of time, you're not doing it anyways. Just play the games. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're real good. They're a stalwart of the of the whole Xbox kind of ecosystem. And yeah, I I'd say they're they're well worth your time and energy and I would totally play them all again if they put in a big Master Chief collection sort of game. So. Uh, I would put way too much time into that. Yeah. Don't don't even, even don't it, even say that though. I'm terrified of the thought of what a seriously achievement might look like. Oh, in that. it would be gross. It would probably be absolutely disgusting. It it would probably uh, be similar to Gears Threes, where there's a bunch of medals. Only now there's way more. You got to oh. onyx them all. No, it'd be similar to Gears Five, but worse. Oh god! Because yeah, they you're hate right. you. 
Get 100,000 kills, 10 million assists. Stick 500,000 people with grenades. Yeah. Please don't listen to this coalition. We do not actually want that to happen. Literally chainsaw every man, woman, and child on the (laughs) Xbox Live ecosystem. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, but until that day comes, uh, we'll we'll be moving, moving right along. But yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, I think next time next time's probably Gears 4. And we can we could talk about talk about robots. All about the robots. Your favorite I'm, enemy. I'm so excited and I just <laughs> cannot hide it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, uh this has been Cooperation Nation. I've been Vulgar Latin. I'm Ahiza. Uh thanks for listening everybody. See you. Have a good one. Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Warning. I'm Waka Pale, and I had the misfortune to play Argelvik's claustrophobic open-world first-person shooter, Goddamn the Garden. Published by Ratalaika, Goddamn the Garden is not without merit, but everything good about it is completely overshadowed by its terrible writing and awful achievement list. You play the role of a skeleton who gets dumped in a underground garden of failed creations by God. God in this case being a floating skull with disembodied hands stuck to a sun. Fairly certain this god has nothing to do with the Abrahamic god, but given how dumb the writing is, I can't be sure. The story and script reads and feels like it has been written by an AI trained on lead speak. It is completely disjointed, full of grammatical errors and the occasional misspelling. Given how horrible it is to speak to NPCs, it can be very tempting to kill them to spare yourself of their nonsense, which is always an option when speaking to them. Unfortunately, you have to complete the game without killing any friendly NPCs, friendly using quotation marks as some of them are real jerks for the game's only missable achievement. Goddamn the Garden is likely the most difficult game published by Ratalaika, which isn't a very high bar, but can still pose a bit of a challenge if you're not good at first-person shooters. The graphics looks like they've been upscaled from a first-generation PlayStation, and while there are multiple enemy types, most of them just try to rush you when they see you. Your objective is to escape the goddamn garden. To do that, you have to navigate through the garden and defeat three bosses in order to leave, which you have to figure out as you play. Nothing is directly explained to you, there's not even an obvious tutorial, which can make it slightly difficult to understand the controls and the few mechanics the game offers. Instead, you have to either figure them out yourself, or have one of the NPCs cryptically teach you how to play. Goddamn the Garden is not a long game. Unless you find it difficult, you'll likely complete the story in around an hour, likely leaving you with a few collectible skulls to find and killing 1000 spiders for the completion, which is excessive to say the least. The entire game only has around 300 spiders, and most of them do not respawn unless you quit the game and restart it. In other words, it will take at least three reboots after completing the story to get the spider kills in an efficient manner, but it is far faster than killing the few spiders which respawn when you die. Goddamn the Garden has a generous 0.75 rating on TA. If you want to suffer through it, 
It offers 11 achievements worth 1000 game score and 2000 TA and can be completed in 2 to 3 hours. Most of that time is spent murdering spiders and finding collectibles. Goddamn the Garden is normally $5 and only has 50 completions right now, which might make it tempting for the current hidden gem bonus in the Better Completions Matter contest. Be warned that Goddamn the Garden is not a gem. While part of it is aggressively bad, it does feature an invulnerable capybara sidekick, which is found in a hidden corridor next to the starting room. You could play worse games than Goddamn the Garden, but there are not many of them to choose from. Have a nice day everyone!